Why have you forsaken me, my dear? Why do you not care? What a soundtrack. I have to go ahead and be here Very with iconic. Me because I gotta get this podcast down. Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine. I am your narrator this week, Nick. And this month of July, we explore a day in the life. And we um, basically go with a real-time movie. And we have gone from the 1940s Brooklyn to uh, all the way out west to the, New, to the New Mexico Territory. We take a look at High Noon from 1952. High Noon starring a few people that are really good. Uh, Gary Cooper and... Uh, Grace DeMonico, otherwise known as Grace Kelly, Lloyd Bridges, Thomas Mitchell, uh, Otto Kruger, Lon Chaney, Harry Morgan, and a few others too that we can, you know, who have sort of been, you know, sort of forgotten with time. But, you know, this one is genuinely a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a different type of Western. We'll get more into that here. So, I'm Nick. I'm Cass. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. All right, so... Man, Chino observes. It is a very different western because this is one where really not nothing really happens. It's, it's except it's, at the end. Yeah, See, it's, it's like it's less it's less yeah. of a day in the life as it's a roughly two hours in the life. Yeah, um, it's just something that happens. It's it's, it's basically pretty much real yeah. time, like you were saying. It's yeah. pretty it's much real time. Yeah. Um, Marshall going around town trying to drum up a posse and no one wants to help him and they keep telling him to get out of town yeah. 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 before the to leave. criminal and he almost does comes. leave at the beginning like he almost leaves with his wife and just gets the hell out of Dodge and then he doesn't because he his back. ego is bigger than his hat and he can't like I... handle this whole it's like well, he's, he's got ten. He's got like twenty gallons of ego and a ten-gallon hat. It doesn't I work. I thought it was more like he knew that no matter where he went, this this criminal that got released that he put away would come after him. So there was. Yeah, uh, that's what I saw. I figured he. Yeah. At first, I yeah. thought that, but, yeah. but with the time just... frame that they had yeah. before the train got there, they had plenty of time to get somewhere else. Yeah, and, and like prepare and for prepare it. for it. So. This him coming back and trying to rally the troops against him was, was very much an ego trip. It was like ninety-five percent ego, five percent. Because they fall. even ask him, they're like, yeah. "Why do you want to do this so much? Yeah. Why?" And he's like, "I don't know." Yeah. And it's like because it's your ego. All right. Work. I mean, also the fact is he didn't have any guns with him. No. Nope. And granted, he could have found guns somewhere else, right. but you know, he's probably thinking Where'd as he well. Where did get the gun at the end? He, he had it in the office. Yeah. He didn't take the guns with him when he initially yeah. was going to leave. Yeah, but right. when he initially left, it's like, okay, he's with this, and it was no, I understand not sort of anything. written yeah. in as well as that, you know, Grace Kelly is much younger than Gary oh, Cooper. by like 30 years. Yeah. By like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. And 21. She was, she was 21. Yeah, this and this is... Yeah. early 60s? Yeah. So his 50s. 50s. Yeah, oh, this geez. is the second of 11 movies Grace Kelly was in, and, yeah. you know, it's the first where she was in a fairly prominent role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, not much more, though. And it is something kind of useful. I don't know if you checked this out fully, but the uh, what I sent you, uh, what I did, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Oh, I did the, watch the um, whole thing. Uh, there is, if anyone is interested and know who Grace Kelly is, Grace Kelly uh, didn't do many movies, but she is probably very well known for the fact that she married the Prince of Monaco. I was going to say, she's mm-hmm. the Princess of Monaco. Yeah, she became the Princess of Monaco until from 1956 okay. until her death. Yep. Which was not much longer after that, unfortunately. No. But, um, you know, she died in a car accident, but she... Kind of a thing with royalty, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah true, true. If it true. was in Paris, then we've got a straight-up conspiracy. Game. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it, it, Monaco was a French colony at one point, too. Oh, so, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't really no. think about that. Let's like, not she, dive into get, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's... The <laughs> but, um, you know, this is... She had, you know, a lot to have a lot of a very big impact, and she didn't have a southern accent, either, and it's, no. you know... Which uh, well, it was, was a, it was a good accent. Like, well, she was a Quaker. Yeah. <laughs> she was a Quaker for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. 
that was a Quaker until I get but, to shoot you in the ass. So yeah, she did. Okay, she had. Yeah. She had an accent in one scene for one line. It was so yeah. funny. When she was talking to the to the receptionist or yeah. the, the guy behind the counter yeah. or whatever at the saloon. Why do you uh, hate my husband? Yeah, yeah. Why do you hate my husband? It's like, fuck did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had an accent this whole time. You just you just Tom Cruise on us. <laughs> but the four of us here are all from New England, and yeah. our New England accents pop out in one word With too. One word. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it is kind of what it is. Too. Yeah, but it just for yeah for, for what it is, it's just it genuinely yeah it it comes up. But I I bought her as a southerner. Yeah, yeah. I bought I her see. as a southerner too. But we were getting it before too. If you're anyone's interested, who knows who Grace Kelly is, the uh, the movie well quote movie of. Uh, <laughs> Grace Kelly's Wedding to the Prince of Monaco is on YouTube. Yep. It's 28 minutes. It. I want to MST3K this thing. I'm down for that. <laughs> because it is just like, it, it's narrated by a guy who sounds like, you know, like he's narrating some of those old how-to movies from the <laughs> Disney Corporation. Oh my god. Oh, it's weird, but it, but some of the stuff, like my favorite phrase from that is the prince mounts the stairs, <laughs> which is hilarious. You should have bought the stairs a drink first. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> the prince mounts the stairs, and also, we've intruded. We've intruded a lot. Yes, we've intruded, mm -hmm. while there's a helicopter over the ship that's carrying them away to their honeymoon. Yeah. It's just... It's like, don't, guys, yeah. don't say anything. They won't notice we're here. Yeah, I... It's worth checking out if you know who she is and you're a fan, and it's kind of interesting, but the fact that this movie... The movie... The movie grossed a total in profit of fifteen thousand dollars. So that wasn't very good. It flopped. No, no. This one, on the other hand, we're talking about High Noon. It is a Stanley Kramer production. Total budget of this was seven hundred thirty thousand dollars, and it made twelve million in nineteen fifty-two money. So that was not a flop. No, it made. It did very, very, very well. Um, it is considered one of the greatest iconic westerns of all time, and there are parts that are parodied. Why? And what parts? The very end. When the uh, when the villain is shot down and everybody in the town crowds around the quote hero, yeah, and it just then the um, the meetings in the in the saloon as well that's been parodied that was on the Simpsons I don't as well, yeah. yeah, they are just very brief but it's still like that's where we would know it from but it's apparently been parodied a lot. All right, so oh man, this one it do is. Do we have to do a scene by scene? Cause no, I don't no. It's, it's basically a guy looking for a posse and no one wants to help him. You know what I'm saying? Because if we did scene by scene, it would just be like... Here are the, here the bad like, guys waiting yeah. for the train with the big bad guy bad on it. Bad guys wait for the train. They're getting increasingly frustrated. Then we see the train tracks. The train's not coming. I gotta say, the... the the con the use of contrast it, it looked very good and, yeah, yeah. and, and that's it's a pretty movie and the same angle for of like the train track just just straight off into the distance yeah. just like keep going back to that just i like that the cinematography of that coming back to that yeah. over and over again the, it's just waiting and waiting yep. and waiting and it's like let's let's yeah. be fair here his yeah. boys went to the train station just a little too early yeah they could have hung yeah. around at the hotel for a little while yeah like not been in the sun all day but also, they were drinking and looking, and so, I mean, all right, so, I mean, it's The only in, thing to really talk about yeah. much is the ending. I'll, I'll take it, yeah. but the, it's in, you know, Had, Hadleyville, a small town in the New Mexico Territory, presumably in the 1800s. You have Marshall Will Kane, married to Amy Farrelly Fowler. Um, <laughs> Hold on a sec. What? Yeah. I is, figured, what the hell? I was like, yeah, that's, that's a... That's, that's not a, it. Big Bang. No. Reference. Yes, it is. Married to Amy Fowler, which it still couldn't resist. Um, it's here, so he's preparing. He's going to be retiring as Marshall, and he's done. The happy couple departs in their new life to run, to run a store in another town. However, word gets out that Frank Miller is going to create Batman. The goddamn I'm Batman. Goddamn Batman. <laughs> it's Miller time. <laughs> there, there's a, there's this is a before Sim City. Yep. 
There has been a uh, there's a running gag uh, with a YouTuber called uh, named Linkara yeah. who mm. reviews comic books, and he has a running gag every time something bizarre that Frank Miller made up came up, mm. and he just has this. Oh wait a minute, what time is it? Takes out a pocket watch. It's Miller time. <laughs> I haven't seen Linkara in a long time. I, I, do, see, Actually, I have yeah. him in my, uh, my yeah, um, seen subscriptions, yeah. but I haven't watched him in a while. Yeah. I wonder what would I wonder what would happen if this movie had splashes of color like Sin City, right? Yeah. I mean, that... that yeah, yeah. I wonder if anyone would have red lips or yeah. something, but I thought only, like, skanks wore lipstick back then. I mean, that's, red is the traditional color of streetwalkers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um... I could see... I could see Helen wearing it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but the other... Um, oh, Helen. Anna... Was it Anna? The, She'd have uh, pink lips. She would have, like... Yeah. 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 Uh, so, like, the Morticia Adams-looking woman? No! No, that's Helen. That's oh. Helen. Helen is great. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's awesome. We love yeah. Helen. Katie, yeah. Katie Gerardo. It's like, yeah. I, have found, I have found a new, like, old-school crush, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, old-timey movies crush. She's like, oh, my God, look at her. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah, I, and I told him, for a second. I told him, it's like, he, I love Grace Kelly. Yeah. You know how gorgeous mm -hmm. I think she is, but yeah. if you were to walk in a crowd, and you saw Grace Kelly, and you saw, what was her name? Katie Gerardo. Katie Gerardo. I could yeah. be mispronouncing, it could be uh, like a Gerardo, she's she's Mexican, so the True. J could be a Y, yeah. I'm not sure. But I've only seen it written. But if you saw them in like a crowd, your eyes would go to Katie before yeah. they hit. Mm -hmm. Because you she, see, you see like pretty typical blonde woman and then you see Katie Urado uh, Gerardo yeah. um, she's very striking yeah they're both I can teach you stuff that they've never taught you in your town right so yeah they're both they're, they're both gorgeous but yeah. Katie she's more of a She's got like I don't the sultry. Say no, but she's sound... she's got like the sultry look to her. Whereas, yes. and it's it's contrasting, especially in a movie like this, where he was with the sultry for a while, but ended up marrying the innocent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a. I mean, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. It does get it does get interesting, but you, you got a feeling like she knows a lot more. Mm -hmm. In the town, like, she's probably known, like, if this was a modern-day movie, this is a woman who's probably had a relationship with every guy in town, supposedly. Not in a, not in a sexual way, but knows enough about everyone. Well, there's she, one thing yeah. I... She owns the saloon. She yeah. owns the saloon, but the thing I found most interesting about this, especially yeah. for not just the time frame that we're portraying, but the time frame that the movie came out in, that every, almost every man in that town that she talks to... Hmm. Looks at her with respect. Like she's she is true. respected from yeah. people. She's not looked down upon. That's true. She's yeah. basically an equal to. She yeah. is an equal Everyone to the guys, else. and I thought that was really neat. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. The dynamic there's, there was very awesome. That that is a difference, and also like that's kind of a reflection of the way things were at that time. Also, when you had westerns on TV, because mm -hmm. you had also that one person who was a bit the woman who was a business owner, right? As mm -hmm. well, there's um, what's the name of the business owner and um, the the woman who owns the feed uh, the supply store and um, rifleman. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Maddie or Hattie. But at least, Hattie. yeah, I think it's Hattie, I yeah. Think. But at least that, you know, like that one, she's like still as revered, and it's there's some that are sort of on that line, and um, it comes from like you know even then there was a backlash because one of the other like you know southern towns uh, shows when it was like Andy Griffith, mm -hmm. like if you watch the first Andy Griffith like first season, it is fucking terrifying, like. <laughs> Like, not only that, but it's like, well, you know, it's like Andy Griffith, and it's like one line where Andy Griffith's like, shoot, a woman's going to go into politics? How are you going to put on shoes, and who's going to watch the kids? I'm like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> it's like social politics of the time, okay, but... Ugh. No, it's like, so then, like even like then, people were kind of like, that's a little much. Yeah. Like, and then they quickly changed that, very, so it's just... I liked it too, and it's still there. So, we have. I, wait, what? What year do you suppose this movie takes place in? Because I was just, I kept, I couldn't stop looking at the damn poster yeah. in the in the marshal's office. The, the war said, has been declared. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, I'm not sure what war the talk about. Is it the it Civil might have been, War? Maybe? No, no. Or, or is it, it one of those the, um, fighting the natives things? Uh, yeah. Or it Possibly. could have been the Spanish American yeah. War. Or the, well, uh, it's the, the New Mexico territory, so, the, so it's like. 
Assuming so that it's somewhere it's somewhere in the late 1800s. Mm, I'm trying to remember. Hold on. I think it's somewhere in the late 1800s or so. So I mean, it's definitely Just not this century either. Because isn't there like a there was a time when Mexico still owned California, yep. and there was yeah. a, there was a war going on about that, yeah. and that's yes. round about the same time. Well, so that was, I actually that could, it could the, be the Spanish American War. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it could it, be I that. Yeah. The trivia because yeah. what like the the. Um, the flag that the judge takes down is a very specific, like, yes. flag. Let me see. Yes, 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 yes. I totally uh, forgot about that because I was American looking at that and that crossed my mind, too. 1898 was, yeah. in, it was yeah. Spanish American War for six months. Yeah. Yeah, it could be the Spanish American War they're talking about, too. Okay, so the film was set in Hadley Vale, population 650, in the New Mexico Territory on a hot summer Sunday. The 37-star flag the judge removes as he prepares to flee shows that the time frame is somewhere between July 4th, 1867 right, so before and that. July 4th, 1877. So before right. that. So... Because Nebraska the, the, became the 37th state yeah. in 67. So it's in the time yeah. in the time of the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. So the time. So it was the... Yeah, the 1870s was the Civil War. Yeah, the American Civil War, yeah. 1861 to 1865. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it, it, it suits, yeah. But would that so, even bother New Mexico that we're on the other side? At that point, probably not, because they were far enough from, like, Well, the you also conflicts. had people who would, um... Would migrate, I'm assuming. Who would migrate and who would also flee. True, Yeah, because, like, who, the West was yeah. to get away from everything. To get away from it, but would also flee from the military. So they, were, they were talking yeah. about yeah. the North investing in their town. Right. <laughs> and right, that, right, yeah, that right. also... So it's probably post-Civil yeah. War. But that also, the Northern States was also about the generalness of it. It was the North. And, you know, in the New Mexico Territory, they covered this a little bit in, um, in uh, the Rifleman, which also was in the New Mexico Territory, a lot of it was pushing the uh, pushing the Native Americans out of the area and also pushing the Mexicans out of that area too. So anything the north would be like, you know, it could be New Mexico, it could be uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico too. And then where so they're talking about, you know, bringing the cities, uh, the city's life and bringing people in. And then centuries and later, centuries yeah. later, history books would say that we just asked the Mexicans to move over a little bit and let us come in. And they said, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Stuff like that is yeah. actually in yeah. like some like oh yeah uh, like grade school history books. Like we came in, we yeah. came in on the Mayflower and asked the Native Americans to move over, and they said okay. And yeah. Like, no, that's that really sugarcoating no. things, man. No, it's <laughs> it was the those books were halfway part were serious true. Some of those books were actually sponsored by soap companies. Yeah. Yep. Because there's a lot of whitewashing in it. There's there's awful, oh yeah. There's oh, awful yeah. Sanitizing of history. It's yeah. There's definitely a lot of that. That's just generally the truth. But the all right. So we have this, and as we said before, I mean, you have Frank Miller, and it tells you in the opening song right away that Frank <laughs> like, Miller's got to get plot. shot down. It's okay. Yeah. yeah shot Frank yeah. Miller dead. It's like, we, well, that's a short movie. When mm. we started watching the movie, mm. and I'm listening to the song, I'm like, Dan. Is this the song about the movie? And he's like, I don't know. And then he started yep. breaking up names, and I'm like, Yep, the song is about the movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's called the Battle of High Noon. Yeah. Well, well there you go. <laughs> Every time I hear, I saw the, the title High Noon, I just started having Overwatch flashbacks. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I never really played McCree, but I kept hearing it's High Noon. It's like, Oh crap! Oh crap! Hide. He's about to throw his ultimate. <laughs> And you have the Miller gang, you have Ben, Jack, Kobe, and Jim Pierce arriving in there to wait at the train station, and that's all they do. Yep. Yeah, yeah, don't bother learning their names. And that's about it. And they yell at each yeah. other, and they complain that the, that the train's not there yet. It's like, we're yeah. supposed to be here at noon. It's 11.30. Calm yourself. <laughs> we have some of the phrase here. They're making me run here. This is actually um, Will Kane. Will Kane just marries Amy Kane here, and they have this little lovey-dovey fest. And I thought the funniest thing was, it's like, okay, they go into the other room, they have this kiss, hey, you were married, great, and everybody in the town comes in and says, oh, the honeymoon's over. Right. Like, how short were honeymoons in the LOS? Right. <laughs> oh, they kissed, wow, when's the kids coming? <laughs> Nine months, I reckon. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, okay, well, at least that was quick, and 
Gee, Martha and I don't usually last that long. <laughs> Some um, of these dudes look like they'd never satisfied a woman. It's true. It's <laughs> they so never true. satisfied a woman. That all here. Most of the dudes in the church scene for definite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The especially really annoyed. Yeah, especially the, the mayor. Yeah. The one woman who <laughs> was there just going, "You idiots! Don't you remember what it was like before?" I'm sitting there going. Thank you. Yeah. She brought up a really good point, and yeah. none of y'all listened. Yeah. No. Listen, but some folks in the town <laughs> liked Frank Miller. Yeah. Specifically the... Uh, For some reason. Yeah. Was that? For some reason. Like, they because never... he brought the party. He brought yeah. the party. Um, the yeah. saloon was always full when Frank Miller was around. Yeah. So... Ah. That's why the... It drummed up a the, lot of business. The hotel yeah. owner, and I'm sure to a certain extent, Helen... Yeah. Know, she said she's not afraid of him because... She was with him for a while. Yeah. Mm. She knows him. Yeah. It's maybe seemed kind of weird, but did anybody have a vibe that Helen might have been the local prostitute? Possibly. She and then, might have been in her past. I yeah, don't think she was. Not, not the current time, but it, she might have had that, possi- that past, too. That, that's yeah. definitely a possibility. Yeah. I mean, there's um, no... There's no it, there might be some of that in subtext. Yeah. It doesn't come out and say it, obviously. The one, yeah. What I more saw her as is like she was a widow yep. because she um, she owned the bar or the saloon, with, whatever, with her husband. Yeah, with which, her husband yeah, so that her husband wouldn't died. have been her alone. Yeah. But I think people saw her not so much as a prostitute, but as a loose woman yeah. because she was in a relationship with um, Frank Miller. Yeah. They were not married, and yeah. then she was in a relationship with, with Will Kane. Yeah. They were not married, yeah. and now she's in a relationship with I can't remember the Bridges character. Yeah, um, yeah. Deputy, I just remember Deputy Fuckboy. I just remembered um, him as the one with the shoelace looking thing. Yes, yeah. in his shirt. Yeah, Deputy Harv Bell. Harv Bell. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like she's in a relationship with him now. But none of these relationships are marriage. She yeah. has no children. Yeah. Like, this is a... She's kind of looked upon as... For the women, anyway. Yeah. As a loose woman, but also as probably like a temptress. Yeah. Because you can kind of get that feeling when Grace Kelly comes to talk to her. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I can see your point. It's... You know, so we covered some of this already here. So they... Uh, Amy and Will try to get away, but they got to get back and they're going to get it. She doesn't want to go. She's a Quaker and a pacifist. Don't fight. Let's just go. Well, I have to go. No, don't fight. I'm going to the hotel. I'm going on the train. You know what? We've been married for an hour. I'm like, we've been watching this movie for an hour? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, it's an hour yeah, and a half. It is. It's 85 minutes in total, and it, it runs in real time because at that point, the clock is 70 minutes before noon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. At this point, and there is 70 minutes left in the movie at this point, and uh, he goes ahead, Kane gets out, goes to get a whole bunch of friends, and you have Lon Chaney, who shows up, who used to be the mar- the marshal beforehand. He's all arthritic, and he's just kind of happy to be there, and he, there's some points where Lon Chaney just looks and he goes, why am I still alive? <laughs> If there was the internet, there'd be the Is Lon Chaney Dead? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Taking my fantasy casting a bit, but yes. <laughs> Didn't even and do Lon, that on purpose. Yeah, and, Lon, and Lon Chaney is here, like, no, I'm too arthritic. I'm too old. I can't do anything. I broke my ass. I broke my ass. You know, I thought something kind of weird, though. Yeah. Because, you know, okay, they get married. And they go, they go off, and he mentions the a few people mention yeah. the fact that the new marshal or sheriff, whatever, isn't going Hasn't to be yet. till tomorrow. Yep. yep. So why didn't you wait yeah. until like, tomorrow? Wait, why like, would you leave a, a whole town yeah. completely like on their own, especially during this time period? Or for that matter, just give or give give freaking... Harv the fucking star, man. Yeah. It's like he's already no, a deputy. his ego there, will not allow yeah, there this. There was a lot with it. Yeah, it's, it's an ego thing. And there's a point where Harv's like, dude, fucking give it to me. Right. Like, I know these people and I'm good. And it I just goes back to like, like... No. And it goes back to like Andy Griffith's show, you know, where Andy would never give Barney the full sheriff. And right. like, you know, he's would always you? the deputy. No. No, okay, but, well, but that's you, a reason fair, that. That's a good reason. There's a reason for yeah. <laughs> But he would never give him the full thing, and he and didn't trust anybody. Yeah, he's, a, he's an idiot, but 
he's still that same thing. You never give the you know the reins to your number two. You got to hand it over to somebody else. But you know, or, just, huh. yeah. I see, yeah. that's just something that doesn't jive with me. It's just like yeah. if this guy's been your number two, if you've trusted him for this long, yeah. What makes you stop the minute he can go into yeah? yeah but there's like, yeah. What's the point, man? That now, just, I can understand him being a little leery about it because the kid is still young. Yeah, he's okay. not. He's not older, so he he might have that like quick trigger. Yeah, like shoot first, ask questions later type attitude. Yeah. And that could possibly be the reason why he doesn't want to give it to the guy. But for a day, you can't give it to him for a day no. before the new guy comes? Come on. Yeah, because Harvey yeah. is like, yeah, he seems like he might be a bit impetuous, he might be a bit, you know, yeah. trigger happy. But he's not Barney Fife. No. Well, he also you beats know? the hell out of his, well, his ex-boss and his friends in a yeah. stable. Yeah. And then was, he's going to knock really him fun. out, put him on a horse, and just send him in that direction? Yeah, just send him away. In, in his defense, yeah. he was doing it yeah. because he was like, leave, yeah. you're going to die. Yeah, get it, get out. And that's the whole thing. It's... He wants to go ahead and get a whole posse together to go ahead and get to Frank Miller and get help out, but nobody wants to help him because the Will Kane had a posse of six men. Yep. And now he has two. Yep. Yeah. So something had to happen there that didn't. He's burning some bridges. Quite his, sad, yeah. Like I'm, I, like his ego has probably gotten in the way in other things that we his, haven't seen. Yeah, he's. Assuming he's been the marshal long enough, yeah, his ego did get to him. Yeah, because there's, like, yeah. there's like, especially in the church scene later yeah. on, when he goes yeah. into the church yeah. to try to get people to, to come with him, yeah. you kind of um, have half the yeah. church going, yeah, we'll fight with you, yeah. and then the other half of the church going, yeah. but why? no, yeah. why, yeah. if, you know, uh, this, leave, you're the, you're the problem. Yeah. If it hadn't been for you, none of this would have happened. And then you have the one woman in the middle going, do you people not remember what it was like for us yeah. during this time? And she just kind of got washed over because And before that, yeah, and it was basically having implied, too, that before that there was lawlessness, there was a lot of problems. Right. And, you know, we're basically at the church scene at this point. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting where they do that, but it's also, as I understood, reading a lot of Western stuff and cowboy things, like, you do not interrupt a church service. Oh, no. Unless, like, war is going outside the doors, or, like, right. it's... Or there's a plague and nobody can move. Right. Well, yeah, but by yeah. This, at this point, he's already gone through so many of his options, yeah. and... They've yeah, all said he, no, or yeah. they can't, or whatever else. He's, he he, they're like at the bar, bell quits. I just think that it's yeah. funny that, like, his friend, like, there's one dude in the church yeah. who is completely on his side, yeah. and then says, it would have been best if you just left. And that was the mayor. Yeah. yeah. And that was the mayor who said he's been the best thing, best marshal we ever had, probably ever will have. Yep. But you yeah. need to leave. Like, yeah, this and is, you, need, you need to go. Yes. Like, you, you need to go. And, that's, and I think, honestly, yeah. he was saying that because yeah. he knows that Frank Miller's going to follow him. Yeah. So you're going to take the trouble out of town with yeah. you. By you staying here, yeah. you're bringing the trouble to our town. And, yeah. the, and the mayor was really more concerned with the fact that he's, okay, like, if we have all this restlessness and shenanigans going on we're never going to get the factories in here right yeah. and he obviously wants to upgrade hadleyville from a farm community to a higher level community right. to almost like a city to be able to do more right you know to be able to do more and to build up new communities as as the family's girl there's going to have to be new jobs right of course and you know we're going to have to do more with no, with, our, with life. Let's yeah. be truthful. Yeah. You're not going to have farming communities in the desert. No. So. No, you're not. You're going to have ranches totally sprawled out. Right. You're going to have cattle, yeah. but you're not going to have crops. Yeah, no. I mean, there's a few kinds of crops that can grow in the desert, but that shit's hard. Yeah. Mm. Not too many. No. Not too many. Not too not, many, really. Not that are edible, no. anyway. No. 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 But uh, can I imagine if weed can grow in the desert? <laughs> I mean, weed can grow pretty much anywhere, honestly. Probably. Yeah. Um, just because of all you really need for it is sunlight and water. Yeah. I would say, if you can grow weed in a closet, I mean, not that I know anything about that, yeah. but... <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> yeah. Damn. But yeah, no, all you really need is light and sun and, um... 
the drying out process will probably be a hell of a lot faster. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, you dehydrate it. You just put it on the porch. Yeah. Yeah. Hang it upside down. Let it go. Because it's dry heat. You have Sam Fuller that hides in his house away from Kane to try to just stay away from it. But his wife, Mildred, which I always thought was interesting because that's that's Harry Morgan's character's wife from MASH. (laughs) Colonel Potter's (laughs) wife is Mildred as well. That's great. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's like, Mildred, I need you to go ahead and say I'm not home. Like, Bull feathers, you're home. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it is, and it's like this is quoted as Harry Morgan's most heinous role. What? Because he always played the same type of character. Like he, Harry Morgan is known for Dragnet and Mash. Right, yeah. right. Very straight laced, very good, very going to church, yeah, always so really like this, so and always standing up for the good because he hid. Because he's a coward. Um, yeah, because he that, hid. That and he was also not at church. Like, yeah. During this whole time, during yeah. church. Yeah. He was like, if you're a good church going man, you'd be at church yeah. at this point, but yeah. he wasn't. I do have to laugh at the scene though when they don't want the kids to hear what they're talking about. So <laughs> let the kids outside they're and all like, the kids Yay! are like screaming. They're like, Yay! Yay! I was like, oh my god, I was that kid. They're like, no more <laughs> Jesus for today. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Playing tug of war. Yep. Yeah. With themselves. With themselves. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would imagine. Have a rope, I, mean. <laughs> I would imagine they would have like one town kid that always had to be the rope. Right. All right, you Eli, come on, let's get in here. Oh, <laughs> the, the kids just got like gorilla arms. Johnny, yeah. stop pulling your sister. <laughs> one kid that just stretched out like that. Like, got one arm that's way longer than the other yeah. one. All right, I'll hit that's you, what you okay? Call <laughs> I'd be like that kid in F is for family that was eating the dry lint. Uh, yeah. Wait, is he have one arm bigger than yeah. the other? Yeah, one arm. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen like half an episode of F is for family. It's worth checking out. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's Bill Burr, right? Yes. Okay. It's worth checking out. It's really funny. I shudder so. at the urinal scene, though. Oh, that's probably the grossest thing I've ever seen that's animated. My, my mom was looking oh. for, like, new shows to watch, because, yeah. you know, she's on the whole lockdown. She's like, I've heard about this show, F is for Family. I'm like, Ma, no. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're not going to no. like No. No, she no. would not like that. No. She's not, she's not a huge fan of the no. F word. No. no. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> Your father no. says it when she's not around, though. Yeah. And that's hysterical. <laughs> So Amy's at the hotel and he's waiting for she's uh, waiting for the train to come around and she goes ahead and meets with uh, Helen Ramirez and they talk about hey you know uh, you fucked my husband before right <laughs> that was just such an yeah awkward. I did that was so awkward oh you're you're uh, you're with him now huh okay we did skip over a part yeah. though, because before this happens yeah Will shows up to talk to her yeah. Like, to tell her but, uh, to leave. Yeah. Like, he's like... And there's a lot of yeah. cinematography here where it's like the long, yeah. quiet stare yeah. between two yeah. people who obviously still care about each other, yeah. but can't be together. Yeah, it's like pictured left yeah. to right. Yeah. Helen, yeah. sexual tension, Will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a really well-played-out scene, yeah. um, especially well. when they start speaking Spanish, when yeah. you don't know what the hell they're saying and you have to look it up Which like we did. I looked it up. <laughs> did, did oh, you, yeah. oh, you did? Uh, yes. Yeah. They're saying, she said, uh, basically, uh, I don't see you for one year, and then this. Yeah. And oh. then he says, yeah. They're like, basically, yes. Yeah. Oh. I know. Uh-huh. He admits his failing at yeah. this point. He, he admits, like, I'm a tool. Yeah. it's It was good, and I think that was really good because Gary Cooper was, like, the late 40s, early 50s, considered a Hollywood sex symbol. And to me, he comes second... Yeah, to me, his facial features come second to a catcher's mitt. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I just I thought the one. character was yeah. just... Okay, I understand yeah. the character being as old as they're supposed to be. Yeah. Because, yeah, okay, around that point, yeah. you would assume someone would be retiring. Yeah. So I just think that him marrying such a young bride is just kind of icky. Oh, yeah. It's just like... Yeah. Ugh. But, yeah. Not, it, but the truth of the matter is, it wasn't all that strange. It's, it's a thing that would happen, because, yeah. you know, what's, yeah. what's love have to do with marriage? You right. Know, marriage is a, it's a yeah. contract. Yeah. Back then. So At that like, point, yeah. It's, it, you yeah. get together to have children and raise a family. Yeah. 
that yeah, he was done with being a marshal too. Right. So it's like okay, who can who who has birthing hips? Right. Oh, she's good. Hey <laughs> there. Dan didn't mean to point to you. I love the fa- I love the fact no, that I got, they, I got weak hips. I, I do love the fact that she keeps calling herself a Quaker, yeah. and then you find out when yeah. she's having the discussion with Helen yeah. Yeah. that she's been a Quaker for about five minutes. Yeah. Like she's she's literally been a Quaker for about five minutes. That she came from a a terrible household. And that the only real way to, to get out of it was to become a Quaker. No, I thought it was because her her brother and her father died of gun violence. They did, but she yes, yeah, but still, the, there's violence and and death and everything around her. So she joined Quakers because they're quiet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're it wasn't they're so much that she's notoriously anti-violent. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she no. wasn't so much the whole. Um, yeah. It, and I like this actually because it wasn't so much about the whole God thing. Yeah. Because God wasn't really mentioned that much. Even in the church, no. God wasn't really mentioned that much. No, um, not at all. No. No. So it was more of a. There's one line where they referred to the scripture, but that's yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, but that was it. There really yeah. wasn't that much God, which is not that surprising. Yeah. There is a good part though where uh, Helen says to Amy. What kind of woman are you to abandon your husband in his hour of need? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't judgmental to me, but it no. was just, yeah, come on, like, pick yourself up here. Right. Like, your husband knows what he's doing. He's an idiot. Yes. But he knows what he's doing. Right. So either back him up, because how are you going to be married to someone and not support them? Mm-hmm. You may call them an idiot, but they're yeah. still going to stand behind them. Either back them yeah. up or, or physically slap some sense into them. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, she's running away. She's 21 years old, too. She has right. tiny no, hands. She's, she's going to slap them. She'd be like, eh. you're, yeah, you're she's, talking. Uh, she's confused and doesn't know what's going on. It's yeah. basically a child talking to a grown woman yeah. and a grown yep. woman schooling her. Yeah. 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 And, and, I was and, just wondering, does she know how to shoot? Because how would she shoot b- beside him if... I think a lot know. of women in that era actually yeah, were... They knew how to shoot. I'll find out later that she does. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it may not be a great shot, but you... Like, you know how just, to handle it. Yeah. Just a survival thing, you know how to use a gun. It's, no, it's, it's not even just for, it, like, other people, but it's for, you know, the hunting. wildlife out there, hunting. Yeah, yeah it was general protection, you know. too. Yeah. Because if you didn't, and, you didn't last long. And it was at this point in this scene, it just realized to me that, you know, she just... Helen was telling Amy to not just stay at home, you know. Right. Be with your man and be, stay at home. Be and, proactive. Yeah. And stay with your man, and that brings us to this one thing we can do here. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. Take advantage of the downtime and choose almost off any one item at 50% off. When you do, you'll get 10 free boredom-busting gifts such as 6 spicy movies, a 3-piece bonus kit, and best of all, shipping is delivered discreetly to your door. Discreet. Use our offer code MTTM. That's MTTM at checkout. Four-letter word. A&E has thousands of products to make you glad you're staying at home. Sex toys are making being at home so enjoyable. Hell, even shopping at home is more enjoyable when you're shopping for sex toys. Pants optional. So go to adamandeve.com and use our offer code MTTM. And once again, I gotta say, I am really... Really curious what the three-piece kit is. I want to see what the six spicy movies are. Like, yeah, we, like, need, we need to buy something. We, we do need, need to buy something. We just need to buy something. It's and just... It's, I, I am so curious. It's funny for that, because when I think of it, one of the things my grandfather, like everybody's grandfather, loved westerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, right? Yeah. The fuck? Not really. My yeah. grandfather loved Matlock. He, he, yeah. a lot, actually. My, my, grand, my grandfather liked Matlock too and Perry yeah. Mason and all yes, that. Yes, Perry Mason. My yeah. grandfather watched sure. a lot of Great Chefs of the World, yeah. which was huh. the cooking it's, show on PBS that had the worst sound editing. All, right, all I, you could hear was the fans. I have, to, I have to asterisk because my dad loved westerns, and since my dad would have been old enough to be my grandfather, yeah. I can asterisk that. Okay. <laughs> and it's just right, like. Yeah. I remember a conversation with my grandfather at one point in time, and he we were watching some John Wayne or something or I can't remember, 
And I'm actually enjoying this, and I'm enjoying this time, and he was... He was not well. He wasn't on a death's door, but he was... He had tubes in his nose. Right. And we're watching this, and my grandmother just went out somewhere, and he just turns to me, and he goes... You know, Nick, there wasn't a lot of porn in wet in the old West. <laughs> oh my god. And you're just like, hey, look at that scene right there. And it's just totally like uh -huh. like you're not gonna go further into that, Papa, okay? And <laughs> Okay, is this now, was this era where like the whole Tijuana Bible thing came from? Like the little uh Well they had they had little hand drawn like They had playing cards yeah. that yeah. that were nudie playing cards. Yeah. Uh, the, the stag films yeah. didn't start until actually until the, later, maybe about much 50 later. years later. Well, and then um, you had whorehouses every right. once in a while. And, and shows, things like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's Did just you see, like, like a stereoscopic picture or something. There, there wasn't yeah. a lot of porn, and I just thought of it French like French postcards. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, Zaris. yeah. <laughs> and I just thought of it like it gets to this point like a lot of these guys are fucking wound up as hell. Oh hell yeah. Like, it's just, like, wound up. Like, they're just like, I ain't gonna fight, I ain't gonna fight. Like, okay, fine. Like, I can, I, I'm a really good shot. I can handle it. And this is the scene, like, they're at the stables, and Pell's like, hey, Lloyd Bridges is going to Gary Cooper. Like, take this horse and go. Yeah, just leave. I want to get out of here. No, I'm gonna handle it. And they get into an argument, and they get into a knockdown drag-out fight, which is understandable. However, to me, I looked at it, and I'm like, he is so fucking wound up. Yep. He's so fucking wound up. Both of them are. Well, there's some layers in general. too, because yeah. Harv is, is currently with Will's ex. Yeah. And basically, she just broke up with him. Yeah. Because she's leaving. Yeah. And basically, she said to him, he's way more of a man than you. Yeah. So he's got a chip on his shoulder already. Then you've True. got Will, who's been basically kind of denouncing him this yeah. whole time. Like, you're not ready. No, you're not good enough for this. So he's got a lot of pent-up anger towards Will. So I think that kind of exacerbated things. Yeah, I, I can understand, too. But if they had their ladies, and of course, you know, he's like, all right, I'm on my honeymoon. Right. I'm about to get on my honeymoon. And the one thing that the Bible said that, you know, that, or, I, can or the, that I can do now. <laughs> all right. I gotta go kill a guy? Okay. <sighs> somebody's gonna this. help me kill a man. Let's do this and get it done. Goddamn, somebody's gonna help me kill a man. My wife's waiting for me and she's forsaken me. Fuck. Damn it. This actual scene is actually, there's a little funny <sighs> tidbit about this scene. Mm -hmm. Because Jeff Bridges was on set this day. Mm-hmm. During the fight scene. Really? Yes. He was probably, he was like a kid. He was like maybe five oh, or yeah, six. Oh, yeah, he had to be very young, And yeah. he was up in the loft above the fight scene. Huh. And there's the scene at the very end where, um, I think it's Harv throws water. Uh, no, it's the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. He throws him, he throws that on him. Yeah. But I guess on set it was a bucket of water. Oh, 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 and, oh, oh um, yeah. Oh, uh, that Jeff, was a bucket of water. I'm thinking right. of something else. Okay. Yeah. Jeff thought yeah. that it was so funny yeah. that that after all this, he just throws water on him. Yeah. That he started uh, to laugh. It was Bo Bridges. Oh, Bo, not Jeff. Sorry. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but he started to laugh, yeah. and they had to redo the scene all over again because all you could hear upstairs <laughs> was a little child's laughter. <laughs> yeah, so, says here, oh. Cooper was unwell and in pain, but was gracious and understanding, according to Lloyd. Well, yeah, because it, uh, also Gary Cooper had a bleeding ulcer yeah. throughout During this, this movie. Whole thing, so, so he was uh, in a decent amount of pain. So when you see him, when you see his look, and he is just tired and hurt and worn out, I've, that's not as yeah. much acting as you might think. Yeah. He just is worn the fuck out at this point. Yeah. I had gastroenterology pain with the, the very top of my, in my, when I was 15 years old, I was dealing with uh, death in my family and a lot of other issues that I had going on. And the very top of the gastral uh, tubing in my stomach was inflamed to the size of my ribs. Oof. And uh, it was it was bad. It Wait, was that bad. That sounds and unpleasant. It was bad. And I can see that. Once you said that, I remember the look that look on my face. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I remember that's the only year I, ne I neglected to take a, a year picture in my in, uh, in the book 
for school yeah. today because it's just me like, oh, smile. I'm like, no. Smile, fuck you. You can't yeah. make me. And it, it's... Yeah. And it's understandable because yeah. that shit is painful. Yeah, it is. No, they um, they wanted to remove nerves in my stomach, so I didn't so feel the pain anymore. Pain? They didn't want me to do it. Well, that then, makes sense. then they they wanted to do it, but then the doctor said no, don't do it because as I got older, if I had any nausea problems, I wouldn't be you able would to feel know. it. You would not know. No, you yeah. wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to feel it. So it's like he's like, no, don't. So it be your sister like, just randomly throwing yeah. up. Just would have been like a hair trigger, just bar. Oh, exactly. God, where'd that come from? Exactly. My sister, yeah. when she was yeah. little, that's same kind of, like, mm. I don't know if it was a gastro thing or nerves mm. or whatever, but it was just like, as a kid, she'd just be like, perfectly fine one mm. second, yeah. projectile vomiting, yeah. and then just go right back to whatever she was doing. Why? Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember one, one time Isn't in the car. Isn't that all kids? Yeah. Well, I, I don't just know, I didn't do that. One time in the car, I think, I think. we were going to my Aunt Linda's house or something, and uh, we were sitting in the back of, my dad had a GMC Jimmy at the time. So we were sitting in the back seat. It's basically a, a blazer, but not quite as big. Mm. We were sitting in the back, in between the wheel wells, so the back seat was real small. Yeah. I was sitting there, my sister was in her car seat next to me, like, looking at a Where's Waldo book. And she's just like, you know, trying to find Waldo. Bleh, onto the onto the book, and then just... And keeps trying to find Waldo, just looking around the oh. puddle in the book, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, like climbing oh. up on the wheel, while like, oh my god, oh my this, god, is, god, oh my this god. is when they had to pull over, and his mom put a plastic bag around her ears, yep, so like she could, bag. so she could throw up into the bag, wow. but continue doing what she wanted. That, uh, oh. that we did that one again oh. on the trip home from uh, Cedar Point. Yeah, yeah. that was. Uh, I, that, that's when we learned that she fun, gets. That trip, that other, that, this was a trip to Cedar Point in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, where we learned that my sister gets delayed motion sickness. Like, it happens after the fact. Yeah, if she's huh. on like a crazy loop de loop roller coaster, she's fine on the roller coaster. Yeah. Six hours later in the hotel room, she's just like, off the edge of the bed. It's, I don't know how that works, Oof. but it's what happens. Apparently, it's in still like time, that. Yeah. Yeah, in time, yeah. Yeah, in time, I can't say I'm not either. And it's still, it's it's difficult in its own right, but, you know, now speaking with nausea, I think now is like the, one of the more nauseous times, especially for Kane, because he gets back to the, um, to the office, and the one guy who is willing to help him out, comes in is like, hey, yeah, where's the rest of the posse? You're it, buddy. You. And then the guy basically talks yeah, himself yeah. out of it. Yeah, but it's just more like, you know, oh, it's just me, right? Well, oh, it's just me. I think I gotta go home. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I got, I got kids, man. Yeah. And then Kane returns to his office. He writes I out his stuff to do. He writes out a note, basically his will, and the um, words on there open in the event of my death. Mm -hmm. There. So the head. Now we're at high noon. Finally. It's hey, high so, noon. Hey, here. So the train arrives, Frank Miller's there, and Kane goes out to uh yeah, the, end of the train street. shows up on time, yeah. which, you know, I was yeah. kind of, you know, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted it to be late. Yeah. It, but it is actually good when it is coming and you can finally see like the whole time when they have that long shot of the track. Mm -hmm. it's finally and then you off. finally see that train coming, but it is also still really slow. Yep. It's really slow and then also, yeah, the uh, Amy and uh, Amy and Helen are on you're on a horse and buggy riding past, and it's like, and it's it's like when your wife and your ex become friends. Oh god, <laughs> it's the same thought I had. I'm like, okay, the woman I love and my ex is mad. They're both are right there, and they're both mad at me. Actually, in this in this particular Fuck. situation, the wife, the woman that I love, and my wife are both mad. At me. Yeah. <laughs> They're both. Oh fuck! How the hell do they know each other? Although Josh How did this out, happen? Yeah. Josh pointed out that um, yeah, Amy stopped looking, looked away. Yeah. But Helen kept Helen watching. Helen watched him the whole time she drove by. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was one of the she did. They she kept eye contact with him. Yeah. And Amy did not. Amy just shut her shut yeah. her complete. Uh, her blinders on. And blinders just, on and just looked straight ahead. Uh, and yeah, she was still mad to a degree, but yep. it, um, so we get to the point there, and then we're out there, there's this famous ending fight, the, the gunfight begins, train's about to leave the station, Amy hears the gunfire, she leaps off and starts running, which is actually a scene parodied in The Simpsons, mm -hmm. uh, where, uh, 
grandpa has a dream where he is Amy Kane and jumps off and runs in a dress. It is fucking hysterical. Runs off and goes, forget it, you both can marry me. Oh, yeah. so, so it was at the time because the Kaiser had taken over. Where do you? It was in tickety too. Where do you tickety? Because the Kaiser went ahead and took it. <laughs> As so, was the style at the yeah. time. So Kane guns down Ben Miller and Kobe, and he wounds Miller in an attempt to burn uh, an attempt to burn Kane out of the barn. Which that actually was a fucking cool scene. Yeah. Where he's in the barn and they're tossing the kerosene lamps out and mm-hmm. just. And then one dude is there hitting them. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. But the one thing we did actually like in that one scene was... Oh, he freed the horses. Yes. yes. He saw the horses were in trouble. So he, was... he's just like, damn it. He yeah. said the same thing. the horses free. Yeah. He said the same thing. I'm like, no, the horses, no. It's like you can literally like see, like, like, he doesn't actually say it, but like you can see the look. He's just like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. But it allowed him a way to escape. Well, yeah, shit. Yeah, that's true. That was actually really ingenious, too. There, so... Did, eh. Who was... Which one of the bad guys had the bright idea of throwing the kerosene lamps? Because I feel like it should be Miller, but I don't know if it was Miller. Miller was already dead at that point, I No, think. he wasn't. He was no, the last, he was the last one to die. Oh, he yeah. was... Oh, okay. I don't know yeah, which one it was. The, um, yeah, it was... Um, Miller was kind of disappointed. Yeah. Yes, it was so anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, not even getting to the end but I mean just the look of him is just like that's it? Oh that's it? That's what we're worried about? Yeah. It's like we see his face and there's like this dramatic Ooh. reveal and there's a music thing and like he's a dude. See it would have yeah. been, a, okay I'm gonna wait till the end of this. Yeah. The only, way, the only oh. way I could differentiate him from the others was he kind of had pock marks on his face. Right. And he yeah. was wearing what, what appeared to be, now it's a black and white movie but I would have, uh, I figured his shirt was pretty beige looking. Yeah. And probably a beige, not a tannish. Shirt. Everything is beige. But we do have an interesting point here where Amy picks up a handgun from inside his office and uh, shoots Pierce from behind. Oh, see, the, I was, I cheered. I yeah. legitimately cheered. See, and the gun that she picked up is the same gun that uh, Harv Bell, yeah. when he quit, just hung it up on that hook. And I'm yeah. like, that's going to be a Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Watch. Yeah, I picked the same thing. And we both we both watched it. We saw it. And we both said the same thing. Right in the ass. Yep. <laughs> oh, God, my butt. I, was, I legitly cheered, though. I was like, finally! Yes! Uh, and it just, I, I, I wanted it to be Gene Wilder from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> but he shot me right in the ass. <laughs> I so... She chooses the, her husband's life over over their religious beliefs, and then we get to the point where Miller's outside. He grabs Amy and does this thing where she's uh, in front of she's him. A but, and... Yeah, but she does the right thing though and yeah, claws him right in the eyes. I'm like, that's a perfect like, move. Thank so you. Lindsay, she like bites his arm, so yep. he kind of like loosens up, turns yeah. around, and she goes straight for the fucking eyes. And yeah. that was the that's exactly thing what you're supposed done. to do. Yep. yep. That's exactly what you're supposed to do for somebody who has taught women self-defense. Like, vulnerable spots, like people. Yeah. Vulnerable thumbs spots. And eye, yeah. Thumbs and eye sockets. Like, yeah. do, yep. not, do not hold back. No, it works really, really well. It's really, enough of a distraction yeah. to get the fuck away. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's what she does. Does that moves away enough to move away. And Miller's shot dead. And then it just comes to the point where... Everyone comes around to look. It's out, like, oh, oh yay, hey, uh, you... Our heroes did it. Yay. Where the hell were all of you, yeah. our, hero, yeah. our hero, yay, Frank, like, uh, Jerry Will look around, like, okay, takes the cluster, tosses it in the tosses ground. Tosses it and takes off. Here, takes off, and I imagine double barrel fingers showing out here. Like, <laughs> Fuck y'all. Fuck you. He's giving the goalposts as he wins. Now, okay, now, yeah. maybe I've played too much D&D in my time, mm. but now he had... Just a little little under two hours to prepare for Frank Miller to show up, right? Yeah. Get one of those rifles, yeah. get on a roof, cover the road from the train station. Frank yeah. Miller shows his face, blow it off. Yeah. Huh. 
Simple. Why do you have to stand out in the middle of town and let them sneak up on you? You know where they're coming from. Yeah. You know exactly where their location is. Set up a kill zone, man. I I thought like a two-barrel rifle was more of like a buckshot, scatter, shoot them close kind of thing. The rifles I saw looked like they might have been like repeaters, like like using rifle rounds rather than the up close. You're thinking like Like double-barrel, like shotguns, buckshot, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's more up front, but the, the rifles he had in his office they look like like repeaters yeah like they probably and the repeaters were i think they were around at that time but the um also the other type of rifles that we saw in the rifleman which is the classic goof of that show is, he had some kind of future rifle yeah, yeah he's using a rifle that was made in 1892 and the show was created is set in the 1880s Oops. and it's uh future gun yeah <laughs> And yeah, it's we were, magic. Yeah. So, I, I I agree with you. I mean, he he could have taken a lot out of this, but there's also there's a lot with the endings. There's a lot of it. We're gonna tell you a little bit about forty forty one media and some other shows, and we're gonna get into fantasy casting. Didn't you wait this long? Stick around. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And remember, you do have the honest uh, fitness talk with your trainer, Nick. That's me. You have that show, as well as the historic pinstripes as well in the 4041 Media family. And so many other streamers. Okay, this ending was unsatisfying. Yes. Fantasy casting, let's go. Okay. I just didn't... Not even a goddamn villain monologue. No, No, nothing. The guy barely says a word. There's all this build-up for nothing. I know. He had no personality. He didn't be like, you should have been where I was. It was the most horrible experience in prison. I dropped a soap. That kind of thing. All this build-up. For yeah. Frank Miller, I was almost expecting Dr. Claw or some shit. Like, I wanted something that Yeah, was awesome. anticlimactic. There's, yeah. A, there's a couple of things that I thought, like, could have improved the ending. Okay, we yeah. Came, we like came up with. Having an ending? Like, having one. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we talked about this at length. Um, different alternate endings to this movie could have been. The train, the train never shows up. The, like, <laughs> there's all this build-up for nothing. Or the train's running like two hours late, so all this build-up, all this build-up. It's noon, train's nowhere to be seen, and everyone's just like, well, now what? Or oh, they were giving, they were given false information, and Frank isn't on the train. He's on he tomorrow's train. Back. No, he's not at all. Like, he's dead. Yeah. What, what would that accomplish? Or the train, well, it would have basically made them all go, huh. Hey, audience, you've wasted your time. Well, no, because what that would do is probably spark the three that was still there mm. to probably try to go on a shooting rampage, and then that would have been a very cool ending because mm-hmm. then the townspeople would have gotten involved. Yeah. So I think that would have been, like, a, a more satisfying sort of ending. Um, the other thing that Dan came up with was... When he gets off the train, he's actually rehabilitated. He's, yeah. he's a changed man. He just wants to shake Will's hand. Yeah. It's like, that, that would throw you. That would yeah. just be the, like... It would it go just like that episode of Rocco's Modern Life when yes. his bully came back his and he's like, was a foofy monk. no-no. Yes. Yeah, he's a monk. <laughs> yep. Yes. And then Rocco yes. punches him anyway. <laughs> Is that what happened? And, yep. And this movie reminded me of Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. How? If any of you, I know that movie very well. She's a huge fan. It's the (laughs) fact that nothing happens through that movie, and the last ten minutes are massive action. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. And it's basically them just hanging around. And they just hang around. They do that, and then just they, they, you know. That's the whole thing. Yeah. The the death proof anyway. Yeah. The first like three quarters of the movie is learning about this guy through other people's actions. Yeah. 
It's that's yeah. it, and then the the very quarter, the end of the quarter, yeah, is him. At the, this point, we already know his character, yeah, and then him getting his comeuppance, yeah. So, so it's really the last 10, 15 minutes, really. Right. That really is the Zoe Bell's bomb. I yeah, like, well, I could not Zoe remember Bell. her last name. Zoe yeah, Zoe Bell. That, that Zoe Bell and. Bell and the other one, the Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson, and yeah. um, what the hell yeah. is that other girl's name? Yeah. The one she's in Rent. She's yeah. in a couple of the movies. The one driving tap of that ass, tap of that yes, ass, tap of that yes. ass one more time, <laughs> dude. It's mostly it, like Rosario Dawson is the one that pops out in my yeah. mind because you know I have a crush on. Yeah. So. It's just to me, I think if I would roll, like, are they replacing anybody? I don't have a lot of that, but. It's I would. A, yeah. There's one person I would replace. I would replace whoever played Frank Miller with an actor of that time frame who was known as like the good guy. Yeah. Because that would have been a wicked like pull, pull head turn. Moment, right. Mm-hmm. Like when he did yeah. the like insomnia or whatever right. photo. Like if it was like, like Jimmy Stewart who's yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Like you know that would have yeah. been one of those Hell like yeah. surprise and the audience would have been like. <gasps> yeah. You kind of got me here on this too. So. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. You got me. You got me too. Because I was gonna say that exact thing. <laughs> is you have that, and you have Luke McCain. Yeah. Who is? He only the, needed Luke McCain to be his deputy. That's yeah. all he would have needed. Yeah, and Luke McCain, boom, boom, who boom. was just like the quintessential, all-around good guy, uh, good guy cowboy. Who was all on the you know, all on the right and all on the up and up, and he comes in and he's the one who did all this. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Where's the dice? Right there, right here. Yeah, we got okay. right here. There you go. Let's see. Um, oh, balls. The. I don't know. I can't see it. Um, it's a double digit. I can tell. I got it. Oh, sorry, listeners. It fell on the table, off the table. So if, we if have you a. D D, you know what? You, you know, know that exactly feeling. what happened. Yeah, so it's a twenty-three. So it's a so five and an eighteen. That's that. So I mean, I think it's just yeah. That's the only thing I could see. The only other one I could see was taking Harv Pell and. Uh, well, Dan, this is usually yours, so I should say this, but... Patron Saint? Yes. <laughs> so, taking that, what I just given him for Lloyd Bridges, because I, I have a thought on this, too. Come on, Will, you gotta go. Yeah. This guy yeah. is unfucking believable. 16, not gonna happen. Fuck. Oh. Right, but just to give it anyway, if you imagine, because I, I saw a review recently of the movie Mouse Hunt... Okay. Uh, and yeah. I completely <laughs> forgot that Christopher Walken plays a, an exterminator in this. Shit, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and it, Chris, I, just, I just had a moment. And okay. Christopher Walken eats rat shit. And it's it just like, <laughs> walking through it, it's just like, Christopher Walken is just being Christopher Walken through this. Yep. And it's just it's like, like, are we like, sure he's acting? Or it's like, kind of show up it's like him in the Country Bear Jamboree movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's just, I just seeing him walk and go, why don't you give me the fucking deputy stuff? It's Frank Miller. I can shoot. Look, I boom, can take dead. care of Frank Miller. I know what's going on here. And he can do this and just go boom. And just picturing like him from the scene from Country Bear Jamboree when he has the anvil drop on his desk. <laughs> Of the onto the campsite is oh no country bear jamboree home is gone. See, I have this completely different thought about about um <laughs> See, oh, I can, I'll about start our Frank, patron saint because uh, I'll start I know him with a soldering iron. <laughs> I know him really wear from hairspray, so we'd you'd be singing the I'm whole time. I'm just gonna dance at you. Just dance and sing at you. Yeah. <laughs> dance and singing while they're having a shootout in the middle yes. of this. Yes. Yeah, if, if he dances properly, he can fly. I mean, yeah. He's got superpowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's done that. He's done that, too. That's his weapon yeah. of choice. Yeah. The... It just... I could see this, like, if it was Tarantino doing this, and it would be his style of Western. So there'd be a lot of feet. There'd be a there'd, lot of there'd boots. There'd be an were there a lot of feet. Were there a lot of feet in Hateful Eight, though? I haven't seen it, so I, I honestly don't know. We only saw half of that. Okay. But there wasn't a lot of women in this, in True. that movie at all. Point. Yeah. And it was a, it was more of a stage play. 
so I'm trying to remember. I don't really remember much about it. Okay. Uh, it was fine, but See, yeah, I haven't seen Hateful Eight, so I can't. But really still, speak to it. you have Helen and Amy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is the bride not wearing shoes? No, what ah, I, I don't think it would so that. much be her unless yeah. like she tripped or something and yeah. broke a heel yeah. and so had to take her shoes off right, or yeah. change them out. Yeah. Or if there's a scene, this is me doing Tarantino, uh, or there's a scene where Helen is getting like ready to go, yeah. but first she's going to have a bath or something. Yeah. So she's trying to like spruce up and she's in her petticoats with no, no uh, socks yeah. or shoes on. So the, that's how I, that's how I think he, he would have done that for the feet. Yeah, I, yeah, I I understand. I I, I understand. It, it's a it's a weird thing, and just just thinking of it too. There is a I came across a a sketch from College Humor of what it would be like to date Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> and it's worth checking out. It's really worth it. It's just funny. But this one, High Noon, it's worth checking out. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not it's bad at all. It's worth checking out for something that I don't think any one of us has seen. Nope. Hmm? At all. Like, I picked this, I mean, solely on the Grace Kelly thing. That's why I picked it. And, right. <laughs> um, and just, I think, just, it was like, we haven't really done it. We hadn't done really any Westerns at all. Nope. At all, I think in the three or three almost four years we've done this, and I think it was just like okay, let's just have fun with this, mm-hmm. yeah, in general. But okay, so with this, we now go ahead to go from 1952 to mid 80s. Yeah. So we're in the New Mexico territory. We go down to Schumer High, Illinois. And try to find out, see what five awkward kids or what the teenagers are up to. In the 80s. In the 80s. And if you haven't figured it out by now, what we're talking about, we're not talking about breakfast. Well, we are talking about that, the breakfast club. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a really, really, really super fun because it is a revisited one. And almost 100 episodes from the original time we've done this. <laughs> uh, this one's going to be... Fun enough, and we'll find out what Neo Maxi Dweebazoid is, <laughs> who's a parent's wet dream, who has nothing better to do, who wears the required uniform, Mm-mm-mm. who Moyer is, and who is the eyes and ears of the institution. <laughs> Don't remember, they're yeah. cracking skulls. Yeah. So, Barry Manilow, a radio catcher of choice. <laughs> Ah, next week here on Movie Theater Time Machine, we have The Breakfast Club, the John Hughes classic. So that's all for us for now. Be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good.